Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All righty, gang. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go. It's Text the Show Friday. So those... Here's how we're going to do it today. Last week, we gave away 12 shirts, so we're going to do it a little bit different today. Anybody that texts the show and Kelly reads your question on air, you're going to be entered into a contest, and at the end of the show today, we'll announce the winner of who won the T-shirt. We're going to give away another T-shirt to one lucky person, just like this one right here. You're going to get a bitchin' T-shirt just like this. All you got to do is text the show. The number is right there on the top. Those of you on Instagram, the number is 949-374-0786. Text the show. Ask us a question. If we read your question on air, that'll get you into the contest to win the free shirt. Today, we're going to give away another shirt. We gave away a dozen of them last week to everybody that asked questions. So this week, it's one lucky person. All you got to do is send in a question and then Kelly will read it on air and we'll get you in the contest to win the shirt. We'll give that shirt away at the end of the show today. But today we're talking more about calico bass unless you come up with a better question. I will answer it as quickly as I possibly can. But we're still talking about calico bass. We would have done it yesterday, but I ended up being out fishing with my good buddy Kevin Cubby Paul. For nine hours yesterday, we had a great day. Got three marlin, got a bunch of rockfish, and caught a uh, nice dorado for Cubby's wife. And the boys both caught marlin. So it was a wonderful day out on the water yesterday. And I hope you all have a great holiday. Merry Christmas to everybody. We won't see you till probably Monday. We'll do our show on Monday. We're going to be out fishing, but we'll do our best to do it from the water. But uh, thank you all for joining us. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all the views and all the comments and everything that makes this show run. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about fishing calico bass. I talked about boiler rock fishing. I talked about fishing in the kelp. And then this time of year with the squid and the colder water, that deep water calico bass fishing is kind of a blast. Those fish get on that 65 to 85 foot of water zone on the edges of the rocks, on the ridges, on the bottom of the kelps, on their hold fast. And it's kind of a fun fishery. Do we have any questions, Kel? Good. So it's kind of a fun fishery. It's all about knowing the spots and knowing where the spots are and how to approach the spots proper that you can get your squid down to where those fish are on these big rocks and on this hard bottom. And uh, how do I know where all the spots are? Well, I have all these spots available to you at yoursaltwaterguide.com. When you're on the website right now until the uh, until uh, January 1st, we're going to be having that holiday special. So if you, you're sitting on the edge of your seat right now and you really don't know what to get your loved one for Christmas, you're running out of time, get them a membership to Your Saltwater Guide. You'll, they'll have access to all the fishing spots, the game plans, 
the how-to videos, hundreds of how-to videos, just so much information for expert fishermen or for first-time fishermen. We cover everything you need to be successful. And you can get that holiday special at the website or by calling us at 949-374-0786. We'll get you signed up for that holiday special. It's $200 right now for a one-year membership and access to all the bundles. That's a $550 normal fee. And you're going to get that for 200 bucks right now for your holiday special. So check that out. And also, if you're wearing one of these shirts at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival on the 27th, on the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March, Dave and Kelly are going to give you free stuff. We're not sure what it's going to be. Hats, keychains, stickers, maybe some free passes to go fishing. Who knows? We'll have so much stuff at the show. Who knows what you're going to get, but you got to be wearing one of my shirts. You can't get the shirt at the show and put it on and get the stuff. But if you order a shirt now, between now and March, you uh, that'll get you in the show. That'll get you in for the free stuff at the show. All right, we have a question. We do. This is from Jake in San Diego. All right, Jake. And he wants to know what your favorite bait is and your favorite spot to fish yellowtail in san diego all right down in san diego gang he's asking about favorite bait to fish and favorite place to fish there there's a couple of spots at la jolla that are really really fun yellowtail fishing when that squid gets down there like it's starting to show up right now there's some home guard yellows down there and the bycatch is that big sea bass and i like to look at that half spot that half spot's out there outside the edge of the kelp it's out there in 65 to 85 feet of water, and it really bites good with the right conditions and the right bait, and that right bait being live squid. That's my favorite bait to fish there, San Diego. At San Clemente Island, though, I like to fish live mackerel because that's always going to keep all that bycatch, the calico bass, the blue perch, the barracuda, all that stuff away from the bait if you're fishing a live mackerel. But down there in La Jolla, when those fish get keyed in on that squid, that seems to be the best bait, Jake. So thanks for that question. We appreciate it. That gets you in the running to win that free shirt. Gang. Right now, Jake's getting the shirt because nobody else is sending in a question. It's real easy, gang. Send in a question. The real Andrew Lyons, there you are. Text message Kelly a question. You know my number. Congratulations on your wedding, Kelly. And I love looking at all those pictures, Andrew. Good job, buddy. Little Andrew Lyons is married now. Look at that. Holy mackerel. All right, gang. We got we got no questions, so I'm going to keep babbling along until you guys answer. send me a question. So that live squid is such a bitching way to fish calicos in the wintertime because they're not as active. They're not up on the surface chasing baits. It's not so much of a surface action fish in the wintertime when the water's cold. And that's when you got to start to develop that deeper water fishery and leadhead with squid and how big of a leadhead, just big enough that it will sink to the bottom, just big enough that it'll sink to the bottom, but it's not going to go firing down to the bottom at hundred miles an hour. Because remember calico bass, just like white sea bass and most fish that you fish for their mouth is in front of the fish, not on the bottom. That's why most of you, when you're fishing with live squid, you're catching shovel-nosed sharks and leopard sharks and uh, bat rays because you're leaving your bait laying on the bottom. Calico bass, 
white sea bass, yellowtail, those things don't go scrounging around in the mud on the bottom. They are basically in that upper water column. That's why you don't want to use a big giant honking leadhead or a big giant sinker when you're fishing live squid. You want to use something that's going to allow that bait to sink down in the water column so that fish will eat it. If those you're marking those fish in 60, 70 feet of water and it's 80 feet deep, you want that bait to sink through that last 20 feet of water at a very slow rate so that the fish can see it and react to it, if that makes any sense. So you want to make sure you're using the least amount of weight possible to get to the bottom. Now, if you can't get to the bottom, you're going to have to put on a little more weight, maybe a slider in front of your lead head. That works pretty good sometimes. You got any more questions, baby? Good. So Jake's going to get that. You guys are going to, oh, wait, we got a question. Jake, Jake's all over this. Jake's going to get that shirt because you guys are all too lazy to send in a question. You're going to make it real easy. All right, go ahead. Oh, I have a I have a whole series over at the website, your saltwater guide about what squid looks like on your fish finder. The number one best way to go is you have that split screen. You could put it on 50 and 200 and 90 uh, percent of the time that squid isn't going to show up on the 200 unless it's super thick. But it's going to show up as a fuzz, a yellowish yellowish fuzz on the bottom on your fish finding apparatus, the fedometer. And uh, once you start to mark that fuzz on the bottom, that means you found a nest. You try to set up so that you anchor up on the nest, throw your squid lights over the side and start whaling on it. Or up, up in uh, Central California at the Channel Islands right now and over at Catalina, the squid is so thick that people are actually catching it during the day on the uh, Promar squid jigs. So... All you got to do is find that squid nest and then get those squid jigs down there to the bottom. That squid likes to grab a hold of that squid jig because it thinks it's another squid. It wants to spawn with it. And then you just wind it up. If you notice, the squid jigs don't have any barbs on the hooks. So you just got to keep winding, slow, steady wind. Did we have any more? Yes. Uh-oh. Jake, you're in trouble now. Someone else send in a question. Ryan from Temecula. Um, he uh, likes to catch calico bass from the in Jetties of North County, San Diego. Um, any tips, preferred environment? He found a beach with lots of rocky reefs, and he was wondering if they would come in, come in there. Now, are you, what was his name? Ryan. Ryan, I'm sorry. Are you using live bait? Are you fishing with plastics or hard baits? If you're using bait and not, not artificials, I would say use dead grunion. You won't even believe how good the bite is on dead grunion with just a very, very small weight or no weight at all cast right outside the surf line. They love that grunion. And then if not, you're going to want to get some baits that cut are the color of the grunion, the lime greens, the silvers, the blues, something like that in a hard bait or, or in a plastic lure with a swim tail, something like that. You got to slow down the retrieve. And you got to make sure that you're not snagging every time. And a lot of it's going to have to do with the swell, the size of the swell, the kelp, everything. But if you found yourself a nice little beach where you're not going to snag every time you cast, I would say you want to try that dead grunion. And you want to, how do you get that? You got to go to the beach and catch it. But if you can go to the beach, catch some grunion, bag them up in bags, and then take them fishing off the beach for those bigger calicos, you're going to be blown away by how many bites you get. 
Hopefully that helped. Hopefully that. All right. Ready? Yeah, we got another question. Uh-oh, now <laughs> Kelly's going to have to pick a name out of the hat. Brian from Corona. Brian from Corona. Online. Most people are buying them online nowadays. That website's up a lot and down a lot. Sometimes it's up for hours. Sometimes it's down for hours. But you just have to log on to... Uh... Oh, my goodness. When we're done here, Kelly will send you a uh, a uh, log or a uh, link to the website. But to buy them online is what most people do. Even down here in Mexico, we buy them online. It's just an easier, softer, kinder way. If not, you can go to one of the San Diego landings maybe and get one or over at Dana Landing. I don't, oh, you're up in Costa Misery, so. Corona. Corona Del Mar. No, Corona, just Corona. Oh, just Corona. I don't think any of the tackle stores in that general area. I know that Longfin used to sell them. I'm not sure if they still do. They used to sell them. Merry Christmas to you too also. Thank you very much. I'm not sure if the longfish still sell them. The very most easiest way is to buy them online. And then what you do is you just take a picture of the license online and keep it on your telephone. I have Kelly and I's licenses on our phone. It works perfect for the Mexican government. When they pull up and ask us, the first thing we do is just show them the picture and they scan the little barcode and it's no problem. It works just flawless. So, I have not. Okay. Andy, uh, Andy Lenz wants, uh, wants to know when squid is that thick, what are you catching most of? Yellowtail, white sea bass, or cowbill? When the squid gets super thick like that, it's almost, it's almost impossible to get your bait into the mouths of those fish. But mostly this time of year, you're going to be catching calicos because that migratory fish hasn't moved into the area yet. As we start to approach the spring and the water temperature gets a little warmer, Andy, you're going to start to find sea bass on the squid grounds and halibut. And uh, then that yellowtail as the water warms up even more. But this time of year, it's mostly calico bass, calico bass, calico bass on the squid. All right, Andy, there you go. So Jeff sent in a... Can you record more docking videos? I have so many docking videos that absolutely, Jeff, you're going to see lots of them. The biggest thing I can tell you is you want to go as slow as you possibly can when you're docking. And when you get close to anything, stop driving. If you get close to anything, the worst thing you can do when you're docking your boat is to try to drive it and give it fuel and give that engine a little more fuel to try to drive out of a problem. Nope. Stop. Stop. Run up the side of the boat, down the side, whatever, and push with your hands off. The moment you put that boat in gear and give it throttle, now when you hit it, you're going to be causing massive damage. And I see it every single day in every harbor in America. People always try to get out of trouble by giving it gas. That is the worst thing you could possibly do. If you've gotten yourself into a position where you're going to touch another boat, stop. Walk down the side of the boat and push off. Do not try to drive the boat out of the problem. But if you go to our Jeff Burns, if you go to our um, YouTube channel or Instagram channel or Facebook or TikTok or anything and dig into the 
archives, you're going to see so many videos about docking, you'll be blown away. And they get millions of views. So I'm going to keep making them as long as you keep watching them. Because so for some reason, those docking videos get people all excited. And, and another thing we all love, especially my 100,000 plus followers, is we love when you all tell us that I don't know how to dock a boat. We think that's the funniest thing. Or when you tell me I don't know how to tie a boat up. Or I don't know how to fillet a fish. Those three things are probably our most funnest things to read. And we all get a kick out of it. So keep on telling me how I don't know how to do anything. It is great. We love that. We think it's so funny. Even my wife is starting to come around and understand how comical it is when you tell me. In the beginning, she used to get angry at you and ban you. Now we just laugh. We just think it's so funny that you would think that you would know more about docking a boat or parking a boat or tying up a boat than myself. That is so funny. And we laugh so hard. It is really, we get a kick out of it. So keep on telling me how I don't know how to do everything because it's the best. It is absolutely the best. I mean, when you tell me I don't know how to fillet fish, that is so funny. We think that's the best. So keep doing it. Yeah, baby. We got no questions. All right. All right. So here's the deal, gang. That calico bass fishing on the structure, when you're coming up to structure and it's 65, 75 80 feet deep and you're going to drive around that structure and you're going to look for those boomerangs because those fish are going to be on one side of the structure or the other side. As soon as you start marking all those boomerangs, you're going to go, okay, there they are. They're all down there at 60, 70 feet. Then we're going to slowly drop our baits down to that zone. And you're going to find out that those calicos are so aggressive when they're down there that deep and they're waiting for that squid to come by, you're going to be blown away. You're going to be blown away by the violence of the bite when you get bit. You're going to be blown away that it's a calico bass and not some big giant game fish that you were hoping for. Yeah. We got another question? All right. Here we go. We don't know who it is because you didn't leave your name. What do you use for deep lean cod? When I'm fishing for lean cod, all I want is a big lean cod deep I am going to use a mackerel, half a pound, three quarter of a pound mackerel. I'm going to use a one pound weight. I'm going to tie my dropper loop, my famous dropper loop that you see my videos everywhere about how to tie the dropper loop. I tie that dropper loop. I use a live mackerel. I clip one of his tail fins. You know, their tail fins look like this and they're yellow. I take my clippers out. I clip one of them. That'll slow him down so he can't swim that fast. I'm going to use a one-pound weight. That way I know it's going to get to the bottom. I'm going to use 65-pound braided line. My drag as tight as I can possibly make it. I'm going to use a piece of 80-pound fluorocarbon, that live mackerel, one-pound weight, dropper loop. I'm going to drop it down to the bottom. The minute it touches the bottom, I'm going to take a half a crank off, keep it in gear. When that lingcod bites, he's going to inhale that mackerel. And I am going to try my dangdest to get him out of that rock. Because when he eats that mackerel, he's on a mission to get back in the rock. And he didn't get big because he's dumb. He got big because he's smart. And so he's going to try to rock you. You better be in gear with that mackerel. You better be ready when it hits the bottom because he's going to get exploded on by a big lingcod. First of all, that lingcod's going to be blown away that a mackerel just showed up down there in his world. Second of all, 
He has never seen a mackerel down there. That's a big fish that looks so good. He is going to jump on it quick. You better be ready when you drop that thing down. Don't tighten your drag on the way down. Tighten it before you drop it. Hopefully that helps you understand where I'm coming from. I made a big article for Pacific Coast Sport Fishing about fishing ling cod with live mackerel. That's the, their very most favorite food. Then next would be a sand dab. Cut it in half. But I'm using mackerel every single time if I can. I don't really worry about the illegal fishermen out there, gang. I got too many other problems. I'm just trying to keep things open for us. The recreational fishermen. Somebody asked me, what do we do about the illegal Chinese fishermen? Gang, that's so racist. I can't even touch that. That's the most racist thing I've ever read. Gang, we all need to work together as a team out there on the water. So don't send stupid messages like that. I don't even know. I got caught with my pants down. I accidentally read that. There's no such thing. I, it's not a deal. If you got, if that's what you think, then you, you're the problem. So we are going to wrap it up here. Kelly's going to pick the name out of the hat here. I want to wish each and every one of you a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. I hope it's the best it could possibly be. Kelly and I are going to have a ball down here in Cabo for Christmas. We're going out to a couple of really nice restaurants for a couple of really nice dinners with some really good friends. And uh, whoever wins this shirt, Kelly's figuring it out right now. Whoever wins the shirt, when we're done with the show, you just text us your address or Kelly will send you a, uh, a text message real quick and we'll get you that t-shirt sent out. It won't make it before Christmas since it's a day and a half away, but Jimmy Bond, Juicy Beaver. Hello, buddy. Merry Christmas, you and Christy. Merry, Merry Christmas. Gang, everybody. One more question? No. All right. Everybody, Merry Christmas. Come on. Do we have a winner, Kelly? Do we have a winner? Okay, Kelly's going to announce the winner. Say it loud and strong so they can hear it. Oh, it's hard. I don't want to. Okay, it's hard. It's hard. Okay, we have two winners. Okay, Kelly's being generous. She wants to give two shirts away, so we're giving two away. Brian from Corona. Brian from Corona. Brian. 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 And Ryan. And Ryan. Brian. And Ryan, you both won T-shirts. Kelly's going to get those out to you as soon as she can. You both won bitchin' T-shirts. Make sure you show up at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival with your shirts on. Gang, you got one more day left to leave a bitchin' fish report on my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Kelly's giving away $100 US on Christmas Day to the best fish report. So go over to the website, Your Saltwater Guide. Check out the fishing reports. And leave a fishing report. You're going to win 100 US dollars for the very best one. Thank you all very, very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I hope you all have a great holiday and we'll see you Monday. Bye. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.